I basically do therapy on myself almost daily. I write and I flow and I let it out and I spiritual mirror myself. How do I be better for me? And it's really, how can I be better for me, for you, for us? Because at the end of the day, you are the most important person in your life. And if you're putting other people first, then you're gonna burn yourself out. Hello and welcome back to A Sharper Life. I am your host, Nikki Sharp. And for today's episode, I wanted to do something a little bit different. And that is because I am sitting in France, in Monaco, or actually just outside of Monaco, in one of the most beautiful hotels I think I've ever stayed at, called the Mayborn Hotel. And I thought, what better way to connect with you and just share about my travels, my trip, and kind of walk you through some of the the fun things that have happened, some of the challenges, and some of the tools that I have used during this month-long trip that we've been on. And so I'm sitting in the room. It's a beautiful afternoon. It's about 5 p.m. as I record this. The sun, sun is still very high. It's very, very hot outside. And I'm actually sitting in a bathrobe on the bed. And I just thought, let's just chat, you and I, because I got some really good feedback from the past episode where I did that. And it just felt like you and I connected very deeply. And so I wanted to do another one kind of similar to that. So before I get started on the travels and all of the things we've done and tools and and all the things, I wanted to just invite you for the Ultimate Transformation Program. So I'm not sure if you had a chance to listen to last week's episode with a UTP graduate. Her name is Alaria, and she shared her incredible story of going through eating disorders, body dysmorphia, really just feeling down and out and hopeless about life and the transformation that she had within UTP. And so I just, I want to invite you to listen to that episode if you've been curious to hear you know, firsthand what the program is like. And we do start, I believe, in about two weeks. So September September 16th is the cutoff date to apply. So it is an application-only based program. And I just, I want to invite you to apply and see if it's the right fit for you. We will do a discovery call and talk about it. And, you know, I'm really here to help you transform your life if you are ready. And So if you feel that you are ready to see ultimate transformation and change and radical results that last a lifetime, then head to the show notes, or you can also find information at NikkiSharp.com or of course on my Instagram. So with that, as I mentioned, I am here in the South of France at the moment. We have about, I think, four more days left of this month-long trip, vacation, and it has been a lot. I'm not going to lie. It has been a lot because we've done multiple places and there's been a lot of different things. So I'll kind of share, I guess the the best way to do it is I'll share the, the vacation as it's been going, where we went, things we did, highlights, and then some of the harder moments that came up throughout the travels and then exactly how I've I've handled those. So on July 24th, we left Miami and we had decided to do a one month thing versus like two summer trips to Europe just because the cost of flights were were pretty expensive this year and we were actually pretty shocked because we we do all the travel hacking and even with that, we just found it 
it just wasn't worth it to go two times. So we kind of compiled everything together and we went to London uh, for, I think, about 10 days. And actually, oh my God, I just realized Alaria, who is in last week's episode, as a thank you from her to me, basically, um, she had offered her apartment that she rents out in London. She knew that we were coming to stay and she she had said, I would love for you to come stay. Please be my guest. And so of course, I did, like with so much love and gratitude, I accepted that. And so we stayed in her beautiful place in Notting Hill. And that was really, really fun because I actually haven't stayed in Notting Hill yet. And I loved the area. So I actually got to meet up with Alaria in real life. And that was so much fun. But London was the shittiest weather. Oh my God. It was like winter and I have all summer clothes packed with me. I had one pair of no, one pair of leggings, one pair of like shimmery, like whatever, I don't know, like leather looking leggings, and one jacket for the plane. So I ended up having to go buy some cardigans, and yeah, it was really, really cold. So I just wore the same outfit every day, and I was extremely tired of it. And it was raining, and and just yeah. So you know, starting from there. Um, something that I found beginning to happen was there was just a, I want to say a disruption in the relationship I have with my husband and nothing serious, but just, I think like all relationships where there's just like a fragment, something happens. And then both of you kind of latch onto it because you have your own stories about things. And this is why communication is so important. And so that kind of starts happening and it feels like something like a little tear in a paper. It becomes like this bigger and bigger tear, which it shouldn't have been is the funniest part. Like it shouldn't have been because we should have just been able to like sit down and communicate. But the the problem is that when you're not communicating and there's a little tear and you both have your own story about what's happening, it can just become a lot like more messy. And I'm not saying that's what happened. But we, we've been with the most amazing therapist and we sat down and had such an incredible session. And so we actually had um, in one week, one session that was really about him and his childhood and sort of like inner wounding and, and everything. And then because we as humans, we all have childhood wounds and traumas. And if you don't heal those we project them onto our partners. And so it's like, you might run from relationship to relationship thinking, oh, well, my last partner didn't work out. But the same patterns are going to happen until you go through and heal those. And so, and I have my own stuff. And so we had an amazing, beautiful session about him. And then the following week, which I'll get to in Mykonos, we had one about me, which was, oh my God, I was just I was crying and my inner child like was so sad, but felt seen. And it was, you know, this work is, is not easy. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's not easy, but the reason that we do it is because you feel a sense of peace and calmness. And it feels like you take off like this weighted backpack you've been carrying when you start to dive into the inner child work and you do like the ultimate transformation program. It's why I love it so much. And Anyway, so you know that that happened, and we were in London, and then it's bad weather, and just it, there was just like a lot of like piled up stuff because we're both busy, and like we were both really, I guess, having like projections and expectations about our trip. But 
nonetheless, we we absolutely worked through everything and we got on the flight going to Mykonos where it was my husband's best friend's uh, a birthday party for him and all of the friends were coming out for it. And so I wanted to actually just share some of the tools from the Ultimate Transformation Program that I've been using throughout this trip, because it's not like, it's not just about him, right? Like, it's very easy to sit there and say, like, I'm upset because my partner did that. But that's not the case. You actually have to be willing to look at yourself. And it's what I call, so this is one of the tools we talk about in UTP is the spiritual mirror. If I'm going to sit there and say, I'm upset because my husband is doing this, or I'm upset because my my mother's doing this, or I'm upset because my friend didn't do this. I actually need to turn it around on me and say, what am I doing that mirrors that? And so this has been one of the most powerful tools for, for me to take away the blame and projection onto anyone else and to actually come back to me. Because otherwise, it's victim mentality. It's saying, you know, my feelings are these because of you, which is giving away your power. And so I have been really using this. And something that I I had done throughout all of these just conversations with our therapist and, and, and journaling with myself is the spiritual mirror just to see, like, where am I not showing up in the way that I want? Because of course, it's very easy for me to sit here and say, you know, I would like my husband to do X, Y, Z. And then I give myself a dose of reality, <laughs> the reality check. And it's like, okay, Nikki, so you want him to be more loving to you. Are you being loving to him though? And then I, I'm able to kind of check in with myself and be like, oh, actually, no, I, I haven't been acting the way that I, I would like or that I think I should be. And so that was just like a really, really nice, the spiritual mirror is one of my favorite tools. And it's a UTP graduates. It's one of their favorites because it helps you really just check in. And so throughout all of this, we've been with his friends. So week or the first 10 days of our trip was us in London. And it was very much just like work, work, work. For, at least for me, it was really busy. And then the vacation for both of us kind of started when we went to Mykonos. And another one of the tools that I was really utilizing was that, it, well, boundaries. And boundaries is something that most people don't know how to set because there's fear of rejection. There's fear that, you know, fear of failure. There's fear of like people are going to get mad at you or or judge you. And something that I have learned about boundaries is that when I set my own boundaries, it's actually so that I can show up as my best self. And so picture this, we're with my husband who has the most incredible group of friends. And here I am as an only child, I've grown up just doing my thing, traveling the world by myself. So I have a pretty hard time when I'm in a, with a group of people for longer than like a day. That's just because I grew up by myself. I've traveled by myself. I've relied on myself. And so when there's all, and I'm also very sensitive to energy. And so there's all these people and people are late and we're doing things and plans. I mean, it's a lot for me. And so something that I've really utilized and learned over the years is setting boundaries and they have become my best friend. So I was really using boundaries and saying, the other thing I want to just make note of is with boundaries, a boundary is never about someone else or something that someone else needs to do. A boundary is about something you are doing for you. 
So it's not me saying to, let's say my husband, like my boundary is that you need to take me home at X time. It would be my boundaries that I'm actually leaving at X time, which is what I did. So we we were on a boat day and I just, I hit my, I hit my no more joy point. And so this is another concept that we talk about in UTP a lot, the word joy of being in joy. And so I live my life literally at this point saying, does this bring me joy or not? And if it doesn't, I don't do it or I don't eat it or I don't buy it. And if it does bring me joy, I do it. And I do things until I'm no longer in joy. And so there was the the boat day and I got to a point where I was like, okay, I am no longer in joy. I would like to go home. And so I, I, I shared that and I said, you know, my boundary for me, and I, I didn't say it in that way, but it was like, I, I would like to go home so that I can actually shower and rest up so that when you all come back, like I'm in a good place again. Um, and it, 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 it truly, it worked out amazing. And that's the thing with boundaries is they're really hard to set in the beginning. We think that people are going to judge us, but actually setting a boundary makes people respect you more because you're respecting yourself. So that was something that I, I really utilized so that I could show up as my best self, the best version of Nikki that I could and I wanted to be, which was awesome. And I'm really, really proud of myself. And my UTP girls know, you know, we talk about boundaries and this word joy so, so much because joy is also presence. And if I'm no longer in joy, it means I'm no longer in presence. And the goal of life is to be in presence. It's right why we call gifts the pre- a, a present. And so, you know, I'm just kind of like throwing in different concepts and tools here. So we're in Mykonos, really good time. And then originally the plan, I mean, my gosh, oh my gosh, we've bought so many flights during this, this travel period. It's kind of crazy. It's stupid. Honestly, it's stupid. But we, the problem just being that we, it, they're non-refundable flights that we're getting. And so I had already like months or weeks or whatever it was before all of our trips were, were, you know, fully planned. I was going to stay with the group for four days, go and get a hotel by myself and then go to France by myself for two days, because I also love solo time. This is another boundary that I know I show up as my best self when I have solo time. And we didn't realize, my husband and I, that the last day of the trip in Mykonos was like the big party day. Like this was the birthday party. And I'm like, oh my God, but I just like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be tired. I'm going to be overwhelmed. And so I kind of weighed in my options. And something else that I talk about in UTP is, is it a fuck yes or a fuck no? And if you cannot answer, if it is a yes or no, and it's like a, oh, that, that automatically means it's a no. Because it means it's not a yes. And your a fuck yes means that's your intuition. So I was actually in that place of, oh, I don't, it's not quite a fuck yes. It's not quite a fuck no. Which meant it was a no. So I wanted, I checked in with myself and I'm like, okay, why is it a no? How can I make this a yes? Because I know it's really important for my husband that I'm there. I know it's important for the whole group because I love them and I know they really care about me. And like, we, it was, it, it ended up being an amazing party. And so I'm checking in with myself and I realized that in that moment, I wanted, I, of course I wanted solo time, but it, slash and actually more importantly, and I realized that by staying, it was actually more of a fuck yes than leaving. Leaving was more 
of a fuck no, then it was to stay. And so I was like, okay, let me just like sit with that. And I just realized how much it would mean to people. And so it wasn't so much about me in that, but the boundary I still had was still stayed at the hotel the night before to kind of reserve my energy. And so we stayed. And here's the interesting part. When we left on, on after a week of being in Mykonos and, you know, this phenomenal party and we, we went to bed early as well, cause we had a flight the next day. Um, and, and why I said we had like bought different flights is just because originally I wasn't supposed to stay and then he was going to come with me. And then we both decided to stay. I mean, there was just a lot of back and forth. And so through all of that, the next day on Saturday, when we were leaving, like, you know, the day that the party was kind of over for us, we were both definitely tired and I had energetically drained myself. And that's something I want you to really just focus in on for yourself is sometimes setting a boundary. It doesn't feel good. And then you realize the next day that you've drained yourself, right? You've given away too much of your energy or your power. And so I realized that I had done that just because it was a last minute decision to stay. But more importantly, because I had drank, I had alcohol and we went to bed at 1am. It it just, I was too tired and I was just exhausted being around people that much. And so I was me. It's I, I laugh when I tell you this because I was a crabby MF towards my husband that day on when we were traveling to France. And it was really easy that day for me to say, you're the problem, right? You're not being nice to me, spiritual mirror myself and no, 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 Nikki, you are the problem. You're not being very kind. And I realized that because it's like, I was overwhelmed. I was exhausted. And instead of setting again, another boundary and just saying, Hey babe, I know we're traveling to France today. I love you. I just need like solo time to be alone, to sit by myself on the plane. Like, let's just not talk. I didn't say that. And instead I just got really cranky and irritated with him. And it was not, it, I say this to you like with an open heart because I want to be transparent that, you know, you might see relationships online and you might be like, wow, they look so good. And like, I love my husband and we do have a pretty amazing relationship and I can be a total effing bitch sometimes. Like, and I'm very aware when I am and I take responsibility and accountability very quickly. So that's another thing kind of that we talk about in UTP is taking accountability for how you show up. Because if you are not showing up in your best self, you owe it to yourself and the other person to take accountability and say, I'm sorry, that wasn't my intention. I did not mean to like say it in that way or say that thing or just energetically show up that way. And so that's something I've really been working on. I'm very proud of myself for. And here's another concept that I want you to think about which is the Siamese twin. So we have the Siamese twin and we have the true self. The true self is the one that loves feeling good, right? It's the one that has trust and believes and enjoys. And then you have your Siamese twin, which is your ego mind. And when you are not rested, right? So if you're overwhelmed, exhausted, you haven't slept, you're eating bad, you're isolating, your Siamese twin, i.e. your ego, takes over the show. And this is a huge, huge part of UTP that we talk about because when Siamese twin is running the show, that's where self-sabotage happens, tremendously so. And I noticed when I was overwhelmed and I was exhausted from my own doing, 
after Mykonos that my Siamese twin was like, oh, Nikki, oh, she was running the show. She was, she was bitchy. She was not nice. She was not saying kind things to me or to my husband. And so it's, it's really important starting to get to know your Siamese twin of like, what are the things that she says? What are the specific sentences, the phrases? What does she tell you about yourself? What does she do behavior wise? And so I was able to really understand when and where my Siamese twin was popping up. And within that, I'm able to then, you know, course correct, which is so cool that I'm able to do that because in the past when I would just be in a negative spiral, right? Like I'm exhausted or tired or overwhelmed. And then I'm like maybe a bitch to myself or to someone else. Like in the past years ago, like I would just go down that negative spiral and just keep going and going. And and it just turns into the self-sabotage spiral. And now I'm able to catch myself. And this is what I teach in UTP. And so these are kind of just real life examples as I'm telling you. And so we get to France and I just, I realized like, I was just not being super cool. So we had a beautiful discussion about it. And both of us taking accountability and saying, hey, I did not show up as my best self. I am so sorry. That was 100% not my intention. And so now we're in France and we stayed in Villefranche. And I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but if you haven't been to Villefranche, I cannot recommend it enough. So we stayed in Nice for one night at the Radisson Blue. And I'm actually going to do another episode where I, I literally will break down how we plan our travel to like the T because we have a pretty good way of doing it. And we do like a spreadsheet and we figure out flights and hotels. And it's, it's very, a very fun way to do it and also maximizes points. And we get to stay in beautiful places for way less and, you know, travel business. And so it's kind of travel hacking, but like to the next level of like planning a trip, which I'll do. So news. We go to, uh, first we're in Nice and we went to this one place called the the Blue Beach, which if you're in Nice, highly recommend go and get the, I think it's the burrata with focaccia and parma ham and put some balsamic vinegar. It, it is my one of my favorite. It's so simple, yet incredible ingredients. And we had been dreaming about this focaccia, like burrata for a year since we went to the Grand Prix a year before. So we go there, then we go to Villefranche where we rented an Airbnb for, um, I think it was like 10 days or eight days or something. And it's cool because our, our Airbnb is at the very top of the hill. And so every day we would walk down the stairs and walk back up, which was like 2000 steps or something. And so we would go down, do a nice little like jog, go and get a coffee, a fresh orange juice and a croissant. And then we would go back up. And that, that's been my exercise. Honestly, I've done nothing else other than stairs and like light jogs here and there. We've been eating croissants and pizza. And I will say a hundred percent, I am getting bloated from the cheese, but I, I take the right supplements. I've done a ton of different episodes on what supplements I take. Um, but yeah, like it, it also the food is just incredible here. And I also, I, I never, when I travel, I don't eat meals according to like whatever, you know, like breakfast, lunch, dinner, like I'll have a croissant. And then if I'm hungry for lunch, I'll make a salad if I want, or we'll have like a truffle pizza. And if I'm hungry for dinner, you know, it just depends. Like, I just honestly go based on what my body feels. And there's some days where I eat a lot more and there's some days where I eat less and it just, it all balances out. And I drink a ton, a ton of water is the other main thing. Um, and I always try to prioritize sleep. That's like another big thing. And we move our body every day. So we're getting fresh air, we're jumping in the water. So it's kind of a different 
lifestyle versus like, okay, I quote unquote need to exercise today. Instead, it's like, oh, like we walk 10,000 steps like up and down stairs. <laughs> like, of course, I want the croissant. So we've been doing that. Really fun. Love Villefranche. It's such like a cute, just super sweet town. So many Airbnb options. I, I definitely recommend doing that. And then we went to uh, the Four Seasons for lunch one day. That was, oh my God, just amazing, beautiful. And then we are now staying in uh, the Mayborn Hotel for one night. And then we go to St. Paul de Vence for two nights before we come home. And so it's kind of a little bit like this France part is a little bit more like we're moving around, but just like having a base in, in the Airbnb for a while was really, really needed, especially after being with, with my husband's friends. And like, for me, it's just like moving my body, getting fresh air and just like sitting even with him there like we would like I would set up my little like quote-unquote office outside on the table and he would be inside and we'd be doing calls because I've been doing discovery calls for UTP it was just magic like it was truly magic and everything that I needed and you know we've been we also let's see yesterday we drove to Nice airport and we took Blade so Blade is sort of like if you think about Uber but a helicopter so we took a Blade helicopter from Nice Airport to Monaco. And the plan was to go to Monaco, have a drink, walk around, and then drive to Ez, walk around, have dinner. And we ended up just loving it. I've, I've been to Monaco a few times and we just had such a nice time. And so we, we ended up having dinner and we kind of just sat there and like talked about what would it be like to live here or move here? Because one of the big things for me is I... I am the first person in my family on both sides born in America. And so my family on both sides lives in the UK, aside from my mom and dad, where my mom lives in Florida, my dad lives in Arizona. And so community-wise, family-wise, I'd love to be in the UK. The majority of my friends live in the UK. My community lives in the UK. And then France, when I'm here, I feel the most feminine of all the places. And that's because France has a very feminine energy. And this is like another thing we talk about in UTP of like cities and countries, the everywhere is energy. Everything is energy at the end of the day. And so for me being in France, it's like just my femininity comes out. Like I'm literally doing this podcast totally rogue. I am wearing a bathrobe. I'm not doing video because I, I mean, because I'm wearing a bathrobe. I'm sitting on my bed, but like, I'm just looking out over the water and I just feel like so in this feminine energy versus when I'm in America, it's this very like, go, 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 get shit done. And so we just had like this really beautiful conversation about, you know, what would that look like? And when we have a family, like, where do we want to live? And so it's just been like a really interesting trip of one that has been incredibly challenging in some ways because I, you know, to be on the road for a month and multiple locations and living out of a suitcase and trying to set boundaries and not always doing it. And, you know, you're around your partner all the time, even though I'm really good at like taking solo time, like it's still a lot. And so, you know, just, and like being around other people all the time and like being in hotels and that's why I loved the Airbnb was at least I got to cook a bit, but like, you know, it is a lot. And I would have to say like traveling for a month straight is not my ideal. It it really isn't. But another thing that I've, 
I've really been focusing on is another concept from UTP is watering it daily. So I have this, this kind of whole analogy that I talk about, which is pluck the weeds, plant the seeds, water it daily. And pluck the weeds means going in and acknowledging the, the fears and limiting beliefs that hold you back or create self-sabotage. And then when you pluck those, then you start to actually plant your seeds of desire, which what most people get wrong about manifesting is that if you don't deal with the fears first, you're actually manifesting things from a, a place of fear. And so it's something that we talk about deeply, deeply, I mean, a lot in UTP, which is why people see such insane results because of the the way that I run the program and that you do deal with your fears before you go on to manifesting. And then you get to the watering it daily, which is that it's not watering it daily. It's not just like sitting there and doing a bubble bath and it's not just like meditating. It's actually like acknowledging your fears daily and it's setting those boundaries daily and it's taking time for yourself and doing the exercise. And so for me, something that I've learned is that I need my journal, especially on trips, because my mind just like, there's so much information happening all the time. And I also am very connected to source or spirit, God divine. And so I'm getting downloads all the time. And then I'm feeling people's energy. And then I'm with my husband and I feel his energy. And then we're having conversations. And then we we meet new people. And you know, I have all of these experiences and then I'm trying to keep up with work and this podcast. I mean, there's, and UTP, like there's so many things that my little human brain is sometimes like starts to like tweak out and twitch because it's like too much information for my human mind to process. And so that's where for me, the journaling, actually, I basically do therapy on myself almost daily. And that's where I just I write and I flow and I let it out and I spiritual mirror myself and I take accountability and I figure out like, instead of blaming or projecting, I'm like, where am I not showing up? How do I like, how do I be better for me? And it's really, how can I be better for me, for you, for us? Because at the end of the day, you are the most important person in your life. And if you're putting other people first, then you're going to burn yourself out. And so kind of through all of that, like I've been journaling every day and still it's a lot and I'm really excited to go home. And also I'm so going to be really sad to leave because France has just been magical for me to come back into this feminine essence. And I have just loved doing the discovery calls with everyone for UTP while sitting in France and you know, sometimes I'm having a glass of wine and we, we did, um, with UTP, we have a monthly membership for graduates and we did, we did the call and it was so sweet where I, uh, I had, a, I've never done a, a client call or, you know, UTP call with a glass of wine and they all loved it. And, and we did some coaching and I wanted to also share like the, the UTP group. So we have a separate chat. So if you do UTP, once you graduate, you'll have an option to join the monthly membership. And it is off the charts, the best community hands down I've ever experienced. And so I post things there that I don't post in, in Instagram. And I also like, I've been way behind in sharing content and things because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be present, right? I'm trying to be in joy and presence on my trip and like navigate all the things and the travels and my own feelings. And so anyways, I posted a photo of myself um, at a beach club yesterday, actually. And it's me eating a slice of pizza 
and having a drink and I'm in a, a bikini and I didn't even realize I'm like doing a yoga pose. And I was like, last few days of all the yummy food. And also I can't wait to, to get back to the routine. And so many of the comments then from there was like, I want to read them to you. Uh, one of the members was like, this photo is such a vibe, the vibrancy, the colors, the piece of pizza you're eating or just everything. To me, this sums up the zero fucks given. So we talk about zero fucks given attitude in UTP and living in presence and joy. This should be like an ad in a travel magazine. And then someone else, another member had said, you know, what Fiona said, I'm saving this for my vision board. This is life goals. Someone else said, this is definitely going on my dream life board. And then someone else said, tell me you've graduated UTP without telling me in one photo. And then another member wrote, what others see? Hot babe, sick body, trendy location, immaculate yoga pose, forbidden food. What I see, i.e. a UTP graduate, self-love, pure joy, zero fucks given about carbs, being totally present and grateful. This is the ultimate transformation program. And so it's just, it's been like such a beautiful place as well for me to be vulnerable with my girls, with this community and to get support from them and my friends. And, you know, there's been so many just like magical things. And I love getting to share a side of my life with the UTP community, these girls, because it is sometimes hard on Instagram to be like totally real and raw and vulnerable. And like, Another funny thing is like, we're staying here at this, we just got to the hotel today and I saw this like mega influencer. I think she has like 5 million followers, fashionista. And I used to follow her and I actually, I ended up unfollowing her because I was getting triggered. Has nothing to do with her. It was like me getting triggered. And then it's like so funny seeing her and I'm like, oh, like she's, I mean, she's ridiculously beautiful and everything, but I was just like, how funny because here I am looking at her photos being like, wow, her life must be perfect. And I realized that's what people, you know, kind of tend to do looking at my photos. And that's why I loved this photo that I, that I had shared in the UTP chat and that, you know, they're saying like what others see versus like what we see, what I see. So anyways, that's kind of the like summation of this trip. And so some of the I mean, London, we just did not really go out because it was raining and it just, unfortunately, but I did see a few friends, which was lovely. Um, Mykonos went to Alamogu. If you go, I think that's a really fun place. I did not go to Scorpios, but I hear good things about it. Um, that was the night we went to the hotel. I also stayed at the Radisson Blue in Mykonos, which I highly recommend. The staff was amazing. We stayed in a villa. And then here in France, um, the Maybourne, it, it, I mean, so we splurged. It is one of the most beautiful hotels, hands down, I've ever seen. It's brand new. It's on the cliffside, overlooks Monaco. So yeah, it's uh, it's been a hell of a trip. We have like three, four days left, four days, I think. And then we head home and I'm excited to get back to just like, quote unquote, reality. But also like the goal for me, at least with travels is, can I make the trip the reality. So instead of it being, I'm on vacation and then I go home, can I make every day of my life a vacation? Can I make every day the reality? So I'm not going back to reality. Like reality from right now for me is looking out with this ridiculously stunning view. And I'm excited to go back, I guess I would say more to like routine, even though we have had a beautiful routine, but like, honestly, there's been 
so many beautiful moments from this past month. Like I, I honestly can't even count how many beautiful moments. And most of them are just like the small little ones, like meeting someone, talking to them, learning their story, or like going for a walk and like walking the stairs, getting the croissant, like all of these just small moments daily add up for me. And there's been some incredibly challenging moments as well. And, you know, I kind of just look at it and I'm like, wow, this, like, this is life. This is literally life. Life is not going on vacation and things being perfect. Life is not going home and getting back into quote unquote routine. Life is every single day. And like, it's duality. We have good and bad. We have amazing moments and challenging times. We have sadness and anger. We have excitement and joy and being overwhelmed. Like you as a human are meant to experience all of all of it and accept it. And that's something that, again, like UTP, we, we really go over that. And I'm just really excited. I mean, I would say to go home to start this next round of UTP, just because I keep learning and growing as a human. And then as I learn and grow, I get to share that with with the members and help you on your journey. So that's kind of where I'm at. That's the like summation of this trip. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Again, a little bit more of like a rogue one. And I am about to, it is 5.30. I'm about to open this bottle of, uh, not champagne, this bottle of rosé that they gave us when we checked in. And I'm going to sit on the balcony and have a glass of rosé while the sun sets. And then I have a discovery call for UTP. And I honestly couldn't think of a better life to live. And like, it sums up, my life right now sums up everything that I get to teach you in UTP, which is you get to create the life that you want as long as you know what you want and then you deal with all the fears that prevent you from getting there, which is why I love that program. But anyway, so yeah, I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. Did you like the randomness and the the, the rogue or do you like the ones where I'm giving tips? And tri- I mean, although I did hopefully give you a lot of uh, tips. Do you like the these sort of episodes like where I'm talking more about real life? Like, let me know. I, I love your feedback. Leave a review. Let me know or send me a DM. And again, if you're interested in the Ultimate Transformation Program, head to the show notes. And if you want any other information or you want to set up a discovery call, you can email me or you can send me a DM. But yeah, I, uh, I just want to say thank you for listening, for being a part of this community of A Sharper Life. I love getting to share my experiences and the magic and the beauty of life. And until next week, here's to A Sharper Life. <laughs>